This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, my cat-loving friends. You are here with 19 Cats and Counting, and today we're talking to Isabel Alvarez Arata. We have had her on before. She has a passion for pets, pet care, and pet-friendly living. She has a really fun podcast called Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy podcast. Check that out. And she recently got a cat, so we can't wait to talk to her about in getting this cat integrated into her household where she has been living with dogs for so long. So as soon as we hear from this sponsor, we will be right back. Rita, I heard Kitty Poo Club is sponsoring our show. What is it? Well, they have high quality recyclable litter boxes that last for an entire month for one cat. And there's no mess and no odor either. No mess, no odor, no box cleaning. How do I get it? (laughs) It's easy. Just choose the litter box you want and the number of boxes. And if you choose auto ship, you'll never have to worry about buying litter and hauling it around again. I can't tell you how much I hate hauling those heavy bags. Me too. No hauling litter box, different types of litter, different size boxes. This would be great for my parents, but wait a minute. How expensive is the shipping? Well, the shipping's free. And if you use code 19CATS at checkout, they'll ship your first order for 25% off. Isn't that awesome? Oh my gosh. Honey, I'm sorry, but I, I can't keep chatting. I, I got to go place an order. Wait, what was the code again? It was 19CATS. That's 19CATS. Thank you. Got to go. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my gorgeous blonde BFF, Rita Reimers. I don't know if I'm blonde today. I've been trying to cover the gray, which my <laughs> former hairdresser that. couldn't help me with, but Linda never admit that. Never admit Ooh. that. Never admit that. Everybody knows and knows me, but anyway, enough no. about me. I want to talk about the new cat Isabel adopted. Yes. And go. Isabel, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here chatting with you guys, catching up. Yes, it's so fun. You know a lot about cats, have worked with cats, have been a sitter for cats, but it's been a while since you've had a cat living with you, right? As long as I've known you, it's been a couple of dogs. Oh, it's it was a lot of animals for a long time. When I was um when I first moved to Louisiana with my husband in 2015, we ended up fostering neonatal kittens in addition to our four dogs that we had and then we found a stray dog who now is in living in spain with my sister but he lived with us for a while until he got adopted permanently by her so we had the last time we had cats in the house was 2016 and they were all foster so it was not a permanent situation we got them as as like five-day-old kittens and they uh, two of them were with us for about four months and we flew them to virginia to be adopted over there and then the other two were with us for about a year. And then we took them also to Virginia to be adopted there because in Louisiana, there's a surplus of, of yeah. pets. Yeah, just that, like that here. We, 
Yeah, we didn't want to just leave them in Louisiana. So we we found homes of people we knew in Virginia and oh, had them I love over there. That. Yeah. That's amazing. So we, we still keep up with them, which is nice because I, you know, you raise an animal from five days old and you don't want to just like never hear from them again or hear about them again. But the last time I had a cat in my house was 2016. Well, that's why I'm a foster minutes. failure. I can't 2017. 2017. Oh, 2017. 2017. So we wanted to keep two of those cats. But then I got pregnant with my first Noah. It was a surprise. Uh And we already had four dogs. And one of the dogs not, yeah. And one of the dogs was not cat friendly. So we were like, okay, like keeping two of these cats is going to be a pushing the envelope. So we found them a home. Actually, one of my husband's friends from West Point, she took them. So she has them. So we still, like I said, keep up with them. But yeah, it's been since 2017 that I have not had a cat in my house. We've had, we've had our dogs who were, there were four of them when we got married in 2015. And now we're down to one of them, obviously, because they aged and passed away. And well, let me ask, I know, I know we're here to talk about your cat, but my parents, they have five dogs now. They used to have eight. How the heck did you manage four dogs and a newborn? It was not easy. It was not easy at all. But you know what? They were older. I will say that it helps because they were all probably over eight at that time. So when I was pregnant and we first moved to to El Paso from Louisiana, my backyard was unusable because the trees had overgrown and they had a ton of uh, nests. So we had little birds all over our backyard. And I had like, I had hound dogs. So I was like 35 weeks pregnant, super swollen, (laughs) August in El Paso, which is misery, walking four dogs. By the time my baby was born, I would just baby wear the baby and walk the dogs. So it was actually not that hard because they were older and I would walk them once a day. Like the rest, they would just use the yard to do their business and like sunbathe. So it was pretty easy. But yeah, I mean, it was it was harder as I had a second child and then, you know, we had multiple and two of our dogs didn't get along. So that (laughs) that made it tough. It does make it tougher, yes. But we managed. Yes, we followed (laughs) you as your Titan grew older and older. And tell me at any point to stop talking about this if you're going to tear up. That was a really good dog. Good dog. He was a good dog. And I don't know, we grieved with you as you went through this process. And then what you did before, you know, you scheduled the day. You made sure I'm, I'm going to give him Christmas or New Year's or whatever it was. And then all I'm going to, and you scheduled the day yes. and then you took him out to do all these favorite things and got oh, him puppuccinos so and did this and did that and made this tremendous celebration yes. around him going to a better place. And it yes. was beautiful from our end. I don't know about you. Oh. Isabel's fine. I'm going to cry. Isabel's fine. <laughs> it was very, my heart. And even your children, your children were a part of it. You did yes. that. You could not have done that better. I think you should teach classes on how to say goodbye (laughs) because you really did. You involved everyone. And it was, it was just, it was touching. You you made a real thing out of it. How did you get through it without balling? I mourned his loss for two years because in 2021, the vet told us that he had degenerative myelopathy, which is a nerve condition where they will lose all mobility slowly. And she thought he maybe had a a couple months left of life before he was completely, you know, immobile. And so every day was a gift. He lived two years after that diagnosis. So by the time time he left, I had already mourned so much. And we really wanted it to not be traumatic. I I wanted, you know, at 15 and a half, the next day could be 
a disaster. It could be something awful. It could be suffering. But I want to say goodbye before we got to an emergency situation. Smart. And I knew, like, I said, what is he living for? Like, he's living for his food and he's living for his walks. And so we walked the last day. We ate delicious food. Like I, it was kind of dark, but I did a, I had a list going like food I tried before I died because, you know, he had like, he had like a few weeks left. It was the holiday. So I was like, you want to try this fancy brie? Let's put it on a little cracker for you. Exactly. Yes. Do you want a little fake jam with that? Okay. Let's try it. When they're that old. Yeah. Let them eat what they want. I have a a cat that's almost 18, you know. If she wants to eat chicken instead of cat food, I'll give it to yeah, her. I don't yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Rita said, you know, and of course she won't be getting the taurine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. Um, oh. was a CNA with hospice for a while. And I remember one of my clients, she was very close to going. And she all of a sudden was like, I want Kentucky Fried Chicken. She just, I don't know. And her daughter said, mother, you have heart disease. You can't have Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I'm like, girl. I'm gonna she get can you Kentucky Fried Chicken. She, she can have, have anything she wants. she wants. What's it gonna kill her? I mean, come on. Exactly. Do not interrupt my fun at the end of my life. Whatever it is I asked for, just let me have it. I don't exactly. care. Just and he liked the brie. I'm dying to know. He loved the brie. He <laughs> loved the only thing he wasn't that keen on was um like the cheeseburger we got him from McDonald's. He wasn't like that keen on it. He preferred the chicken nuggets. Uh, he loved his favorite thing was brisket, Texas brisket. Oh, oh I love yum. brisket too. Good taste, Titan. Good taste. Yes, I'm he was you. like that is. So we had a quinceañera for him like back in July of last year. So I, I that was the first time he officially tried brisket. I'm sure he had like a little taste here, but yeah. like I gave him a plate of brisket oh, at fifteen. Yep. And he was like beyond. I mean, he he was like, "This is why I'm still here. Like, this is yes, I've, exactly. I've, I've, it's been worth it. Like the dragging of the paws and like the struggling to get up. It's worth it because I'm getting my brisket. And he actually did really well. I mean, it just you know what was coming was not something I wanted him to have to live through. And I remember saying to my husband, "It's not like he has like his affairs to get in order. Like it's right. not like he has to finish up his will. Like." Like, why extend it? You know, like I get it. waiting for a visit from his children or something it's, that come he, out of state, you know right? He got a visit from my mom, my grandmother, my in-laws. Amazing. So we had friends over over the holidays who like he like loved having people over. Even if he didn't know them, they gave him like snacks. So he had like, a great last he was two weeks. Well, and then well loved. He really was. But then that is an amazing gift. It's funny because he left Kira behind and I thought because I had spent like the past two years just spoiling Titan and kind of ignoring Kira because she's the youngest and the healthiest. So I was like kind of my attention was all on him. I thought, ooh, she's going to want to be like the only dog now. So now I'm walking only her and now I'm giving her all the supplements because she's 12. It's not like she's a spring chicken either. <laughs> she's my youngest. She's the youngest, but she's, she's the a youngest senior. at 12. Yeah. So I here I was thinking she was going to like live it up as the only dog and she hated it. <laughs> really? So is that, is that what prompted you to go out and adopt your kitty? Yes. Yes. Because it was really sad. She's always had a bit of separation anxiety, but her separation anxiety was going through the roof. Even when I was just going to get the kids like 20, 25 minute round trip and I would come home and she was like at the door, like panic. And so I was like, no, I mean, this is not right. And I don't want, I don't personally feel like I want to bring my dog everywhere, especially here where it gets so hot in the summer. You but can't. It's not, really, yes. it's not really possible. So I didn't want to go with that option. And so I thought I have to do something, but I wasn't ready for a puppy. And I have young kids, three and five. And 
older dogs are always they've always been my thing like in the future i will be the lady who like adopts the 12 year old like that's dogs. us and yep yeah that's how i am with years, that's great yep. right if i get two years i'll take it but not with little kids so i was like i need to get her somebody and a cat just kind of kept coming to mind and my stylist i'd gone to get my hair done and she had a cat in the back that she had adopted for her cat and they weren't getting along. Yes, I've given her your information. Ah, thank times. you. Thank you. I was, like, you need- I was like, why are you why are you struggling with this? Call my friends. Right. Uh, but she had kind of thought about giving that cat to a friend of hers. And he was at the salon that day. And it kind of just planted a seed. Like, she's like, do you want a cat? And I was like, do I want a cat? <laughs> Let me think about that. At first, that. I was like, no, of course, I can't have a cat. Like, I have little kids. My kid has asthma. I don't know if they're allergic. I'm allergic to cats. So like. I, I am. Uh, I was like, no, I can't do that right now. It's just not a good time. And then the seed was planted. And like less than a month later, Van Gogh came home. <laughs> Where did you find it. Van Gogh? So this is really interesting. I went to the Texas Pet Sitters Conference. I was their MC, And somewhere that weekend, I don't know if I dreamt it. I don't know if it was spoken about. Somebody planted Russian blue in my head. They're great cats. I've had oh, two. Great cats. Yeah. I knew nothing about Russian blues, like other than their coloring. I knew nothing about them. Mm -hmm. So before I'm even leaving Dallas to come home, I'm at the airport, like on Pet Finder, looking for Russian blues because (laughs) something told me I had to have a Russian blue. And the next day, 24 hours later, I have a Russian blue in my car and I'm coming home with him with all the accoutrement that I bought for him. I I love that. By the way, I love those Texas pet sitters when, when we own Just for Cats yes. Pet Sitting. I always wanted to go to that conference, but we just never could make it. But I, yeah. there's well, a lot of them that I miss there. talking to. Yes, we we'd, be to to. we'd be yes. thrilled to. We'd be thrilled to. Yes, definitely. Yes, let's hope I can. Because I, 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 I think they're going to invite me back to MC. I nice. And if they do, I would love to. That would be wonderful. Get together. Aren't they fun? fun. Yeah. Was was Arden Moore there? Arden was, was not there this year. Oh, she wasn't. No. There. Not this year. No. Uh, they, she's what usually... they do, which I think is really great, is they really try to change the speakers and mm-hmm. have new That's people good. come in every time. Good. That's good because you know some a lot of these conferences, you go and you see the same speakers over and over again, and they do a really good job of bringing good. new and like even um industry parallel or industry adjacent speakers that are not just pet sitters which is really nice too wonderful yeah it gives you a different take different vantage points right Mm -hmm. i know we need to take a break yeah let's take a quick break and then i want to hear all about how you are spoiling van gogh yeah (laughs) we'll be right back how many of you have pets my hands raised now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life and that pet is lucky to have you too but unfortunately there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own however bobs from sketchers is trying to change that so we developed bobs for dogs and cats to help pets in need with every purchase of adorable bobs footwear or fun stylish apparel or even the cutest bobs pet accessories sketchers makes a donation to petco love to help save shelter pets and with your help we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over 7 million dollars so while you're getting style and comfort with features like sketchers famous memory foam cushioning you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side find bobs at a sketchers store sketchers.com select pet co-locations or wherever stylish footwear is sold 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Counts and Counting, my wonderful co-host and BFF, Linda Hall. She's beautiful too, by the way. And Isabel, who's also gorgeous, she is a new cat mom. And we're just talking about how that happened. And I want to know how you introduced your cat to your dog. The good thing is, Kira had been part of that like fostering of neonatal kittens. Oh, good. And wonderful. what's really funny, we talked about Titan. Titan was terrified of the kittens. Terrified. The kittens loved him. Like we could leave him him out. We could leave Radar out. Radar was like a Pomeranian mix. And we could leave Kira out when the cats were around because we had them. We moved out of our master bedroom to leave them the master bedroom. Oh, my gosh. I did that in my apartment. <laughs> it, it made sense, right? It made sense because they had an ensuite bathroom and I wanted to be able to like do like use the sink and stuff. So it made yes. sense of my husband. It was just me and my husband and we're a bunch of suckers. So we went to like one of the guest rooms and then left them. So when we would open the door and all the pets were together, the only one who couldn't be there was my hound girl socks because she would have, you know, hurt herself a cat. So um, the Kira was always like fine with them. Like she was kind of a little bit nervous, but happy. Radar was super confident with cats. And then Titan was terrified. Like I remember Olivia giving him like a little bite, like a little loving bite purring. And he never again, like he was the kind of dog that you did one thing to him and it like stayed in his memory permanently. So the fact that I've like replaced him with a cat, he probably like, he's probably like either livid or laughing about it. Oh, we're going to go with laughing. He's like, you did what? You got a cat? Those (laughs) things are terrible. He was terrified of that. Oh, I love it. But Kira was always kind of at ease, not like super thrilled, but not that scared either. So I knew she'd be okay. And I did not take anybody with me to rescue him. Chris was, my husband Chris was traveling and my kids were at school. And I did that on purpose because as the professional in the pet industry that I am, I wanted to be very strategic about what pet I was bringing home. It wasn't going to be an emotional decision. It wasn't going to be something that my kids coerced me into doing. I see your daughter falling in love with the fluffiest thing there and wanting exactly. to take that princess exactly. fluffy cat. Y'all, exactly. y'all have to follow Isabel just to see her children. Oops, she made some pretty children, her and her husband, and they <laughs> are- Well, they're both cute as heck, so of they course are the kids are gorgeous. stinking adorable. I mean, Thank beyond you. adorable. So yes, Thank I you. get such- a, your daughter, especially, just she's got that diva attitude and her little tutus, so her little funny. fancy schmancies, oh and her little she's all in, and she just makes my heart Love happy. She, just, is, she, she really is happy. as delightful as she looks on social. Aww. Like, I will say, like, she really is that delightful. She's always happy. She's always funny. She's goofy and silly, very girly, loves her dresses. She will not wear separates. Like, she does not wear separates. Like, wow. if it's a shirt and shorts, she won't wear it. She can wear shorts under her dresses, but there has to be a dress all day, every day. She sometimes will sleep in her I dresses and wear them to school the next day. She wants to, like, sleep in the dress and be ready to go. Oh, my gosh. My oldest has a niece like that. From the moment she tried on her <laughs> flower girl dress, she was like, all about that flower girl dress and she was so happy when the wedding was over my daughter's wedding so that she could wear that thing and she (laughs) wanted to wear it to bed and to school and everywhere yes and what's really funny is mila the first like two weeks that we had van gogh our our new cat she would come home from school and go hi 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 
<laughs> to the cat because she was so excited and she didn't really know what to do with herself. Yes. She would just stand there and squeal at him. And it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. It made me laugh every time. I could never get it on video. I wish she's not. Yes. Now she just says, she says, hi, cat. Hi, cat. <laughs> she'll ask him in the morning. She'll say, did you have a good sleep? So sweet. Wonderful. (laughs) You're raising children who are empathetic to animals. God bless you, my darling. God bless you. Future cat behaviorist. Yes. Maybe. They are so obsessed with him. They so they grew up with old dogs and like the experience here with a cat that plays with them. They throw things and he brings it back. You know, like they he like enjoys them. He throws himself and he like gives them his belly to pet all that. They love that because they've never had a pet like that. Um, you brought home the perfect cat. I was yes. just going to say, I'm glad you got a gentle cat. Yeah. So gentle. So I walked into the rescue that I got him from is um, the cats Meow Las Cruces, which is basically like they have an adoption center that has 100 cats in there in different wow. Very well run, very clean, very nice. nice. They have a huge group of fosters as well. So he was in foster and they brought him in so that I could meet him and they brought his sister. But I I had said I really only wanted one. I remember I messaged you and I asked you, what do you guys think about siblings? And you said, go for it. Uh-huh, but yep. the reason I didn't go for it is because I really was afraid that they would bond together and leave Kira out. Uh-huh. And I was tired of Kira being the one left That's out. That's a good point. I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. At least you had another pet at home. When you bring yeah. home a kitten, yes. they really need another animal in the exactly. house. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, Kira's getting up there and at some point point you know we'll have another cat or another dog for van gogh because i imagine he's going to want that com- like the companionship oh, he has now. Yes. i walked into the little kennel where he was and he was like snuggling he saw me came up immediately started purring on me his sister didn't even look at me twice ah! she was taking her nap she was fine and i said to him i said i can only take like once i was like obsessed because i had already seen him in pictures i had told the rescue where i was and what i was looking for that's the pet we had agreed was a good match for me and for us. And so I was already sold on him, but I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, Van, his name was Van. I said, Van, you know, I can't take both of you. So like, I understand if that, if you want to stay with your, with your sister, like, but I can only take one of you. And he jumped into the carrier that I brought. Okay. That was a sign. I was like, okay, he's like ready to go. And he like gave her a bunch of kisses and stuff. And I brought him home and he's, it feels like he's been here forever. It feels, oh, he just I have not had a cat and I feel like he's been here forever. He, we put him in the guest bathroom for a while, you know, so that he and Kira could smell each other underneath right. yes. the Very door. Good. We had gates all over the house because of my kids. And we left those gates up specifically so that they could be in the same area, but not next to each other. And obviously, because I have two young children, I'm watching a lot of things. So sure. I didn't want mm-hmm. to put anybody in a position where I couldn't respond quickly enough. So yes. the gates were great. And they were tall enough that he wasn't going to jump over them. So I felt really comfortable. Well, that's perfect because that really is key. Yeah. Getting yes. even two cats to get along. Yeah. And what we did which is crazy because I, I mean, I feel very confident with him and who he is and how he looks at life. He seems very easygoing and kind of like go with the flow. And we went on vacation with him, my kids, my dog, my husband, myself to Phoenix in the car, oh my in gosh. the carrier. Cause I'm very, I'm a stickler. So he was in his carrier the whole time. Like he had never been in a carrier that long, um, you know, stop for treats and like, you know, long drive. Cause it's like seven hours. 
he did amazing. And once we got to the hotel, the first night I left him in the bathroom and Kira in the bedroom part of the, the hotel room. And then we got to our hotel room that had like slightly more space. So I was able to kind of make it so that they could both be in the parlor area, like the living room area. Yeah, right. And they had a bathroom. They had a place for him to use his litter box. She wasn't going into the litter box yet. She discovered it later. So they had such a great time at the resort that we stayed in. Now, at this point, I was able to leave them alone because I felt like if anything happened, he had so many like tall areas to yeah, retreat to right. that it was like safe. And I trust her implicitly, honestly, at this point. So they had been like separated for like a few days and then a little more and a little more and a little more. And by the time we were on vacation, it had been like two weeks since they met. So we had a great time. They added so much to the trip because it was so fun in the evenings. I have little kids. So in the evenings, we would just like watch TV and hang out. And the animals. Yeah. Like we would just, the cat's like sitting on top of me. Kira's like right there. The kids are watching their TV, having a good time. It was so relaxing and such a nice family trip. And like, you wouldn't know that he had only been with us for two weeks. He, He fit in so well. Have you That's considered um, harness training him so you can walk him yes, along with the dog? Yes, we are harness training him. He actually, it. okay, so this cat, another thing I wanted was a social cat that I could be like, could be an adventure cat. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's another reason why I only wanted one because I was like, if I get two, it's going to be harder to do all this training, right? 100%, yes. I've never done this training before. So it's going to be a, a learning curve for me and for the cat. So he is backpack trained he and kira and i walk every single day he walks in our backpack that's awesome. every day every day so fun because it's such nice weather right now that like he's outside but he's obviously safe on in my backpack yes yes at first he would meow the whole walk now he doesn't say a peep he just goes in his carrier and sits and he's just like all right let's go he's acclimated to it now yeah and so harness training, we're doing two. We've only taken him out back. So like he wears the harness inside for a little while to get used to it. It definitely, he goes limp a little bit. You know? Yes. <laughs> he's Thank getting you. less. He's doing less. I love that, that when you put it on the cat and it falls over. Like it yes. completely loses its ability to stand or walk or <laughs> anything. So yes. funny. So he's over that hump now. Good. And we've actually used the leash on it outside. But if you, if by any reason, for every, any reason you pull the leash even slightly, he goes limp. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't like the idea that you're in charge of the leash at all. That sounds about right. Yeah, right? that's our yeah, cat. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, he's like, um, now I remember that you're in charge, and now I'm limp. He's doing great on that. The kids love it. Um, I feel really safe because we have big rock walls in the back, so like, even I let my kids kind of like take the leash right now because I because he goes limp I don't think he's gonna scale the rock wall with that thing that he's so uncomfortable with but once he gets more comfortable yeah we're gonna have to be more careful but he's doing so so great he has been just such a blessing he's given us so much joy one of my best friends came to visit and she's not really a cat person and she's like why'd you get a cat and I was like because I need love and support and he is like my emotional support cat truth yes and kira's i think he's also kira's because they play they love each other they don't quite cuddle yet but they're always in like next to each other good yeah i love dog cat friendships i wish i could have that but 15 cats i don't think they would want a dog no yeah it would take a very special dog yeah my dog came in when we had i want to say maybe three or four cats yeah. so oh. and she's a chihuahua so yeah she blended in very well the ones that were here you know and then we just kept adding cats and so it's just been like something she expects 
And she has approached each of 12 cats at one point or another and tried to play with them. And they give her a smack upside the head. She says, okay, (laughs) there's one, one out of 12 cats will play with her. It's Galway, my big orange boy. And they will roll around on the floor and Sadie will just, and it's hysterical because you know, that cat could eat that dog. He's like twice (laughs) Sadie's size, isn't he? Oh yeah. Galway's a big Tom and, Mm. and Sadie's. A chihuahua. A little chihuahua. So, yeah, but she just gets her big girl pants on and just <laughs> and acts all rough and tough, and it's hysterical. But she won't even approach anybody but Galway because they've all said, no, I have no use for you. But they do all peacefully coexist. You know, nobody's going after anybody. Right. So, right. Yeah. I wanted it to be more than peacefully coexist because I feel like she needed that. And I think it was divine intervention that led me to him. Yes, Sometimes, I do too. Okay, so it we have like it. we have caught her. We've caught Van Gogh. His name is Van Gogh now because my kids liked Van. The rescue had named him and his siblings after like musicians. So Van Morrison, oh, Van Halen. Oh. I drive a minivan, so I think my right. van. That's right? what I was thinking. I was, <laughs> I was thinking of the shoes. My son likes vans. Oh yeah, <laughs> was, so that's vans. what. Yeah, that's my living with an eighteen-year-old boy. So, <laughs> so I like Van Gogh. Like, that's good. Ba- so I, I said, I said, okay, to the kids, right? Like I want, I give them a choice on what pet to get. So I wanted to give them a choice on something. So they were yes. like, we like Van, and so I was like, okay. So we were like, Van, what, Van, and so. I said, you know, he's always making everything so beautiful. He literally sits on my chair and it looks better. Like, how does he do that? <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh-huh. I do. So I said, he makes everything more beautiful. He's an artist. He's Van Gogh. He's Van Gogh. So like he, that he's my Van Gogh and he I is just so sweet. And he will lick Kira's eyes. Like he'll groom her. And oh, do you know oh. that Radar used to do that to her and so chris my husband and i are like is this radar reincarnated like what Honey, is you gotta wonder i wouldn't hold anything i'll tell you read his last cat in i knew what you were gonna one say week after her sonny died she's lived in that house in four years never before and never since has there been a cat in her backyard or her front yard we've never seen a stray cat around her house never this cat plopped itself on her desk on her deck her back deck and was looking in and she went out and she said, well, let's see if I can pick him up. Sure. He let her pick him up, let him carry her in the house. Had obviously never been inside because when she turned the TV on, he had a little freak out moment. But um, <laughs> well, I have but- just got done saying out loud after Sunny passed. I don't want any more cats. Right. right? Hello. What she said You're was, done. I am right. not taking in another he- cat unless it appears at my door. Is either Sunny or Sunny sent him. And when that right. happened, I was like, you do understand this is your fault, right? You put that out there in the universe. Why doesn't that work with money? Why? Yeah, I know. We've tried. I'm not taking another dime until a million dollars falls in my lap. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, sir, like it's sometimes it's just meant to be and you just it know. Is, it. And he, he walks around the house like he's been here before from the from day one. So we're always like, Have you been here before, child? So and I like he's so funny because he's very much a dog in many ways. Like I got him cat trees. You know, just because I wanted to make sure that he had high areas to go to in case he got nervous with Kira. I did all the things that I thought were like very strategic. You did. He just wants to sit like on her bed. He lays on her bed. He lays on the couch. He sleeps on our bed. He doesn't go in things. So like we have a catio that has like a little opening. He does not go in there at all. Like he has no use for anything like that. He scratches like a cat, but otherwise he behaves very much like your typical dog that, you know, kind of remains toward the floor kind of like Kira he wants to be closer to Kira except for you know when I'm here he just wants to sit on my lap yeah my latte was like that we always said this is not 
we, you know, we always wanted to get, should we get another cat to be Latte's friend? Latte didn't want to be friends with any of the other cats. I mean, they all peacefully coexisted and it was right. all cool, but they didn't play together or anything. Latte wanted a human. She, yeah. she was just a person's cat, you know, yeah. it was just her thing. Well, I know I'm, sorry. I'm petting my little angel forever. And he's <laughs> super food motivated too. Like he goes up, he'll go up on our counter and he'll like, like lick avocado. And I'm like, I thought you guys were picky. They're supposed to be. Someone not tell you that you're an obligate carnivore and that's not meat. Avocado. I'm like, you're going to get an allergy or something. What is, what are you doing? I have a cat that like, if I held a piece of watermelon, she would suck the juice out of, that was mischief, out of the watermelon. Yeah. I mean, I guess he sees the fat in it or something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He's super food motivated. So I think that we can do some training too. Once things settle down a little bit, I want to teach him some tricks. We'll tell you which clicker to get. Yes, exactly. Yes, please do. Please do. Do they have, they have clickers that are a little bit less loud for cats, right? Well, this one works. I don't think it's too loud. It's, it's a stick as long as well as a clicker. So it's a lead stick. I like some of them. The stick is separate from the clicker and I lose my phone. I lose remotes. I don't need two separate things. How loud is it? Hit the click, Linda. I couldn't even hear it. Well, I can't either, but I thought it was because I'm deaf. (laughs) (laughs) It's not terribly loud. (laughs) And yeah, well, being I, all in one, you know, yeah, it's got to They're looking up. What do you want us to do? I'm Look. sorry. That wasn't for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know. know. How dare you click without a treat? What are you crazy? I was like, what? Bad yes. Linda. Bad Linda. I'm going to get really Bangos, me a look so too. Right that's a dirty look. Yes. I ever saw one. I was going to say, Harley's really giving me a look. I think that <laughs> I disturbed her highness. Oh, my oh! God. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so beautiful. I love Russian so blues. Sweet. Oh, so pretty. Say something so that you come back on the screen, Isabel. Hello, oh. hello, hello, hello. Look there you go. 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 Oh, you are, can doll. you walk up here and say hi? Can you say hi? And he has a uh, Starry Night collar on. Oh my what gosh, yeah. For Van Gogh. Perfect. Uh-huh, for Van Gogh. Perfect. I found that That's one of my favorite Smart. paintings. I Perfect. Know. He's so sweet and he's oh. been so like just wonderful and he's so chill. He's a good cat. Yeah. You know, eight months, he, he could have gone either way. He looks like smoke. Oh, yeah. Mature. He looks like he's my smoky. Mm-hmm. I miss Rita my smoky. Had a, Rita, Rita had a Russian blue she found when I've she was living two. in LA. Um, Sebastian was a Smokey's Russian. The one. Yeah. Smokey's the one I got close to. He was just the best cat. I always said, does he ever do anything wrong? Like, I never saw him miss a box or fight with a yes. friend never. or anything. He was never. just. That's my Perfect. guy right here. He shook yeah. At the end, he got a little grumpy. He didn't want to be touched as much. Well, he was yeah. sick. He was it. sick. So, yeah, exactly. His his kidneys yeah. were going. I had yeah, to think about kidneys, it. Kidneys. I know. I, I've, yes. lost, I've lost so many. You know, it's cancer, kidneys, you name it. I can't oh. keep straight who's what. I know. Who's, who's what's it and who's on first. But, yes. He's literally melting in my lab right now. Like, oh, he's just like. It. He plops and my vet, even when he had, he came home and he had a little bit of ringworm on his eye. It's under control now. Thank goodness. And the only one who got ringworm in the house was me, by the way. Uh, why? Cause you're handling everybody was him, like, yeah. everybody said your kids are going to get ringworm. And I was like, oh no, no. The only one that got it was me, but it's like little and it's, it's healing. It's yep. pretty common from the shelters. It is. Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. And I took him to the vet and the vet was kind of like holding him to check his eye. And he just kind of plopped. And she's like, what is he doing? He's like fainting on me. And I'm like, this is what he does. He's like, maybe so, he's got like, a little ragdoll in him somewhere. I love, I wonder. Yeah. You should get him DNA tested. And he, I yes. do. I want to. I want yes. to. Do you recommend that? Are we, are we... I want to I, do one on my I do pie. think it gives you some good insight because, you know, not all Bengals are this, not all right. this is that, but. 
it does play a part. Most Bengals yes, are sure super does. high energy. And, yes. you know, when somebody says, yeah, I found out there's Bengals, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, <laughs> so yeah. So it can, it can give you, and it can give you an idea of what they're more predisposed We've to. We've been trying right. to get them on our podcast. Yes, we, we need to start that again. But, you know, certain breeds are more prone to. And so if you know, you can head it off holistically yes. and, you know, yes. be doing things to well, head it off. Well, sometimes you so. just want to know because you want to know. Like, I want to know. Sometimes you just want to know. Exactly. Right. Yes. Uh, with Kira, with Kira, she looks like a border collie mix. So, like, we've never been like inspired to do it. We did do the the genetic testing for Titan because we wanted to find out without an MRI if he had degenerative myelopathy, which is a genetic condition, and he ha- he did not have it, which is why he lived two more years after that diagnosis. Yes. What was yes. he? What did he come back as? What he kind of was he? Rottweiler, Chow Chow, Chihuahua, and I can't remember what else, but Chow wow. Chow and, and Rottweiler and Chow Chow were more than anything. And he, and it, what's funny is when I was a pet sitter, some of my favorite breeds were Rottweilers, Rottweilers and Chow Chows or dogs that I cared for. So you, were, you were drawn to, yes, exactly. He was my soul dog. And like, I really thought that I was going to be able to like live life without that connection. And like, I made it a whole like six weeks. <laughs> and then I went and adopted Van Gogh. And now I'm like back to like a peaceful place with my like right hand guy, Van Gogh. Yes. I get How I many felt the clients? same way when I brought Tweetie Pie home. Linda yeah. knows my original heart cat was my Sadie. And she oh, said, there will never be another that I feel that way. I love all my cats. I love them. I die for them. But I there do. will never be another like Sadie. And then Sweetie entered the arena. I think she she's like, maybe a little. Sorry, <laughs> sorry oh, Sadie. Oh, my goodness. I, I tell people when she comes on screen, I'll say, don't tell Rita she didn't give birth to that cat because she will <laughs> argue with you. You know, that's her. <laughs> that's my how I felt about Titan. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's one of my I kids. I always exactly. called Titan my firstborn. And people were like, oh, just wait till you have your own kids. And I'm like, okay, I've had my own kids. He's still yeah, my firstborn. And it's still my <laughs> firstborn exactly yes one does not replace the other well no. some people don't have that type of attachment you know the minute they get pregnant cat's gone but really cats and children can have a very great relationship oh my depending gosh. on the yes. temperament of the cat and how you raise your children to this has been amazing. About cats and dogs this has been amazing this has given my kids that experience with pets that they never had and i feel like i'm watching them interact and i find that i'm like i couldn't teach this this i can't teach these boundaries that he's teaching them these like connections the nonverbals that he's right. teaching them i can't teach that i wrote a blog, blog i yes. said i know we're about when i time, become but... ruler of the world because i'm not happy just being over the united states i want to rule the world <laughs> Rule number one, if you, you you need to have a cat in your house, and especially if you have children, like I will punish you. You will be pay a hefty fine and it will go to rescues, <laughs> and you know, because what dog cats things. teach, why? Because cats teach consent. That's right. I think there would be no hashtag me too. I think there would be none of that if every child were raised to read body language and understand that a grimace and a pullback is as loud as someone screaming no in your exactly. face. That's right. Exactly. That's right. teach consent. And the gift you are giving your children, you are teaching your daughter and your son. It's invaluable. And everyone it they come really in contact is. with in their life will be thankful for that. Every living yes. being has boundaries. Yes. Yes. And we've been always been big on consent. Like I was the mom that would still when my daughter was potty training and still using diapers, I would be like, are we changing your diaper now or in five minutes? And it was up to her to decide when we were doing it. We had to do it, but she had control over her body. And so consent has always been something really important to me, especially 
in this day and age where we're allowed to say no and we're allowed to say a resounding no and everybody has to listen to us times are changing i wasn't raised that way i wasn't i was raised to be polite i was raised to Me hug too. even if i didn't want to hug my kids are not expected to behave that way good, good. yes even my grandsons, you know, I'll say, did grandma get a hug? And if they pull back, usually my Owen, I'll say, yes. that's okay. I'm just gonna blow you a kiss or something. And exactly. If their moms ever say, you know, oh, grandma, uh, I said, nope, it's okay. Maybe I'll get yeah. one before I leave is what I, and I exactly. usually do. Yeah, I, was always, just, I was always forced to kiss my parents goodnight and I always hated it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's not. I can say that because they don't listen to this. So. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of people who get scared and just kind of say, a quiet no and then get talked into you know yeah reading the body language well, look at you know back, this means it too back in the day you know these college girls didn't sometimes realize that they had been victimized because it happened so strategically like that and yeah. there was nobody teaching the boys or the girls how to set exactly. a boundary and respect a boundary i'm glad exactly. it's different absolutely. now absolutely and you know what's funny I just heard this yesterday. Brene Brown was interviewed by somebody. Brene Brown is the researcher that focuses on respect and um, compassion and empathy. And she says that when she started researching, she thought that the people who were the most compassionate toward others were people who were maybe spiritual or had like, you know, a very strong moral compass. But in right. her research, she found that the people who are most compassionate and empathetic toward others are the ones with rock solid boundaries for themselves that makes yes. sense isn't that interesting that it makes, makes perfect total sense, sense. yes 100 yes i know we're I, way over time yeah no we could just go yes. on and on but we could yes, come on again as yes. as van gogh yes. gets older yes. um, we want to hear yes. how things are going yes keep us posted i would love to yes, yes. i uh i want to have you and the two crazy cat ladies on at the same time i want to see you guys in are you coming oh, to vegas to that could be riotous let me tell you that could be a range we need to we need to get us all together i would love to have that happen on my podcast yes oh, that we're would looking be forward to it that's a yes from us yes Yep, right. definitely. Awesome. Definite. Awesome. I'll be in definite. touch. I'll be in touch for that then. Sounds, Sounds good. Great. Keep uh, us posted. And thanks again yes. for coming on our show, Isabel. Yes. Be sure you guys look for Isabel's show on Pet Life Radio covered in pet hair. And you also have it up on your YouTube. Yes. Is your YouTube also called Covered in Pet Hair? I'm on all social media as Covered in Pet Hair. Wonderful. One word. Yeah. yeah, I love Thank that. Thank you again for Makes having me. I always Thank love you for coming. You we both. love you. We love spending time with you. Welcome to the world of, of feline motherhood. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's been yes. a long time coming. I'm I so know. happy to be part of this club. Hey. <laughs> yes. As we always, do. thank you for being my co-host, my ride or always. die best friend, even though we live so far apart. <laughs> Not forever. I know. And Mark Winter, who gave us this spot on Pet Life Radio, I'm forever grateful. And don't forget, every day is Saturday. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.